0: Ladies and gentlemen, they's and them's, weavers of all races and subclasses, welcome to This Dungeon is Occupied. My name is Illadine, and together with Thorn and Pup Nueve as your hosts, we strive to help you as players and game masters, or as we say, story weavers, from the aspiring to the veteran with questions, ideas, and interviews for your next tabletop role-playing game experience. So grab a beverage, sit with us, and remember, steal everything and have fun. Today, we have a guest that we met at Sherwood last year. Uh, playing some chess, you know, hanging out, throwing back some beers. Uh, we have Riley Cooksey. It me. It you. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming on.
1: Uh Super excited to be here. I've uh, been waiting for this for way too many months since we lost our contact information with each other.
0: Yeah, um, it's... it's been a quick minute. Uh, You know, Thorne nearly died and, you know, we had some some communication issues <laughs> so but we're yeah. here we, we got it we made it
2: you, <laughs> you were able to get get uh back in touch with with Brian at San Japan so that was a lucky accident and yeah, yeah. we got you on as soon as we could
1: uh, the best part about that lucky accident is uh, he looked over at me at San Japan. And he's like, Oh, do you do you, are do you go to Sherwood? Like, have we drink together? <laughs> and I was in just as soon as I heard that, my instant response was, No, I don't, you don't know me. Nice. But my partner was like, Oh yeah, we do that all the time. And then I looked and was like, God damn it, you don't just tell people where we're from. <laughs> I don't know this guy. <laughs> and then he's like, Have we gotten drunk together? And then like the, the one wheel in my brain started turning because it's San Japan and I'm overworked. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you.
0: Yeah. I don't remember your name, but you.
1: <laughs> is you. It,
0: it is
2: how that goes. There's no worries. Uh, what was even worse was like two weeks before that, we are like, man, we need to get a hold of that guy from Sherwood.
0: <laughs> yeah, we totally
1: would.
2: <laughs> I have you on Facebook. Which is um, hilarious.
1: So, uh, uh, Thorn, what was your response to finding out that I was found at San Japan in the wild?
2: I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, "Make sure you get the information because we can't find it." And then Everybody, we figured we all it out through.
0: that it yeah. was my wife Raven who had it and just forgot that she did. For a while, she was Which like, is, no, I don't have it. And then she went through her phone. She was like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is normal. So, yeah, you know, it is.
1: <laughs> For a hot minute there, I thought you guys just didn't like me. Nah,
0: nah. No. If anything, it would have been like the first day of Sherwood. We would have seen you and just been like, all right, so we're going to record right now. Uh, really fast. <laughs> 20 minutes, we're done. <laughs> um. So since we did a little bit of warm up in the bonus content and shameless plug, uh, if you aren't listening to the bonus content, that means you're not a patron. So get on <laughs> it slash This Dungeon is Occupied. Boom. There we are on on a roll. Uh, so, Riley, um, when or how did you get started in tabletop role-playing games or d d whichever came first?
1: Uh, it is extremely unexciting. Um, I was an only <laughs> child with a great imagination and no friends. growing up, and uh, so when I did finally find people who would be my friends, yeah, they were smelly mouth breathers, but they would play things with me, and they're like, oh yeah, we wish we had a DM (laughs) for Dungeons and Dragons. Me having zero knowledge of what this is or how to play it, and no ideas, but the storytelling capacity and the charisma check, uh, I just went for it. Nice. uh, Yeah. (laughs) So... Go ahead. Have you played any other tabletop role-playing games, or is it just D&D? Uh, I run everything, and the current D&D campaign that I'm running has so much homebrew content and rules that it's become a bastardized amalgamation of, is this even D&D?
0: That's exactly how fine. we play.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it is, really is. Yeah. Um, that is yeah. entirely how we play it.
1: Uh, I've played a lot of systems, but in the same vein of how did I get my start? It took me like five years to figure out initiative. That's not proud of of that one. (laughs) So, uh, since since obviously you do a lot of homebrew, what's your favorite table rule? Um, my ooh ooh, that's a good one. Um, I guess the a table rule. I've got a favorite table rule, and I have a table rule that's kind of unique to me. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it's, we have a deal with the devil system. It's not supposed to be a deal with the devil system. It's supposed to be like a deal with a patron or a deal with the DM. But my players have dubbed it the deal with the devil. Um, I don't know why they would call me the devil. That's up to them. But what it is, is at any point at any time, you can ask me for something. I don't care what it is. I don't care how big it is. I can tell you to eat a bag of dicks. I'm not giving you that. Or maybe you get the item. Or, actually, no, I know why they call me the devil. Um, if they don't add enough information and they don't specify enough things, it's like making a pact with a fake creature. Yeah. Um, I will absolutely monkey paw the shit out of whatever they ask for if they aren't specific enough.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like it's a, like perfect, a perfect time for a monkey paw.
1: Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Have, yeah. they, they also have an actual monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, recently one of my players two things happened recently this is kind of the same incident um, I actually had a zoom meeting I had to go to for the fair that I'm putting on in December and um, I told my partner Lana like entertain them for like 40 minutes I'll be right back I'm so sorry this couldn't be scheduled any other time mm-hmm. and so I come back and they have a two page long list of demands and wishes and questions <laughs> jeez and we just went through it together but you yeah, gotta remember this isn't like good questions or well thought out they just rattled these things off so like <laughs> one of them one of, the, one of the demands was just mcdonald's <laughs> um, no no other no other context just mcdonald's another take- great, another great demand was um, i want froyo when we go home never mind we have cheesecake at home
2: sounds like some shit i would say
1: which is of course lana um one of my favorite bastardizations out of that for you're the one who asked for it was one of my players is like they asked for a bunch of different kinds of swords and so they didn't specify that these had to be different swords Anyway, so I combined all of their sword requests together. So now one of them has a sentient lightsaber who is possessed by a sociopath and a few other things.
0: Nice. (laughs) I like
2: that. That Now, I've actually, I've heard a version of this um, called The Deal with the Devil, where it's usually with the one I heard it was any kind of role where you want it to succeed, it'll succeed. If you want it to crit, it'll crit. But at some point in the future, the, the dm or the story weaver can make you fail yeah
1: Ooh, I, I've, I've that's, heard that, one that sounds great that nice
2: i like that one just because i like to torture my players and i find joy in that well Immense i mean joy. like
0: if you've if you've got those banks like i'm the type of dm <laughs> that would have those you know those crit fails banked like yeah yeah you can succeed go ahead all right that's one okay yeah go ahead that's two that's three hey did you just <laughs> go unconscious There's three death saves. Uh, Fail, fail, fail. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay, so, um, do you
2: remember your first character you ever made?
1: I remember him clear as day. Um, First character that I just drafted for when I finally get to play, or first character I actually got to play for longer than five minutes. You could do both. Um, Relatable. Yeah, first character (laughs) I ever drafted, I have no idea who he is or what he was. All I know is he was probably mid-max to all hell. (laughs) Um, Common when you start. Well, it's not because I, like, enjoy mid-maxing for combat and shit like that. I I typically am a mid-maxer because... I don't care about fighting, I want the story I want to be able to find out all the story the DM has for me, I want to know the story you made
2: That's understandable, we, we're bigger on the RP side of it too Yeah, yeah. I kind of
0: respect that Like so, If you like, can get through combat faster, then you're back to the story, so well, it's, I get that well,
1: it's, it's a problem for some of my table mates that, that like grindy combat, because I'll show up with something from the depths of hell and one-shot God, and then be like Okay, but where's the story? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So the the character I do remember, though, uh, his name is Beria. He is an immortal character, which means he takes a uh, insanity trait f- cou- coupled with his immortality. He was cursed by Tear to serve in the body of a warforged for all eternity until he's paid back all of his debts for the crimes he committed as man. Very Tear esque character, right?
0: Mm-hmm
1: and um because he was insane he couldn't really remember anything all he knows he's on his mission and with a he had his best friend from before he was a human uh, who traveled with him thousands of years in the future still um everyone else would understand that this isn't actually his best friend anymore he had a sock puppet uh with two eyes drawn on it and a little mouth drawn on it that it would take with me to the games And the sock puppet, and the sock puppet was Hector. (laughs) Um, Barry didn't have any charisma. Hector, uh, Hector is a fucking riz machine. Hector in that campaign, the sock puppet, not my character, uh, eventually went on to get married, uh, start a cult of personality, and many more things. Um, I still have <laughs> I still have the sock puppet to this day and my partner uh, constantly is like you should bring back that character as an NPC it would be fun bring back Hector Oh the yeah. best part is the person who Hector got married to was another PC who just failed perception checks left and right and so um, yeah <laughs> we had a, we had a wedding ceremony for uh, a PC who was cursed with being a giant and a sock puppet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just proves you can do anything with this game
1: yeah, yeah it honestly does. oh
3: yeah <laughs> it, it really really does what's your favorite uh genre to play in like or to i uh, since you since you you like me and a bunch of other people are usually stuck as forever dms what's your favorite genre to to play like do you like I, horror action oh, romance
1: well when you put it like that um the best things that I DM, like my, like my high point, my skill tree, is definitely horror genre. Uh, yes. I actually, I actually had a great recent horror genre encounter where, um, so he left the table recently because his cousin started a table and he wanted to go hang out with his family he doesn't get to see often, which is a shame. But I had this one player who's an absolute rat bastard. Um, he liked to do things like, he was a bard. Of course, it's the bard, um, but he, like I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is a scary little this is a scary little dungeon, right? We're in space. You're no, you're hovering around a black hole. It'll be fun. Let, let's let's immerse ourselves." And then he will be like, "Magic, all seeing eye, thirty feet thirty feet in front of me. Fuck your illusions."
0: <laughs> and so
1: he did that, and I was like, "Listen, bud." I really wanted you to enjoy this horror adventure could you not do that and then a few players stood up for him and he's like how about this I can cast this and at the end of it and at the end of this I get we got, we all get a level and I was like okay but if you, if you get a level at the end of this I get to adjust the difficulty to be as, as tough as I want it like there's not a good chance you're surviving and they're like yeah let's do it we got this fuck you DM with him rallying them all together And I only made one change to that entire horror mod. And what it was is a horror mod that plays off of insanity levels. And there are a bunch of checks in the mod that regard to will saving throws to not be corrupted by the taint of the void and driven to insanity. I only changed one thing for that entire mod to make it ten times more difficult instead of a low perception making you see the thing out of the corner of your eye that's hunting you, causing more insanity levels and will-saving throws, high perception checks made you notice the spooky shit driving you insane faster. And since they're all mid-maxed every single corner they got, I was like, anyway, you guys want to roll some will-saving throws? (laughs) And how it was structured is after you got to your sixth level of insanity, you were transported to a shadow dimension where you would fight a horde now everyone if everyone wants to be in that fight they all have to hit level six insanity to then go help fight that horde so the con so the complexity is if a squishy goes in there first he's fighting this horde all by himself and then you know eventually get everyone in there but the caveat is um as you're in that fight, every round, the big boss at the end of the horde of little guys, every round you're in there, he consumes one of your levels of insanity to increase his creature rating score. And so when you have an entire party of five and it takes six rounds, you have a CR 36 uh, nightmare demon waiting around the corner because you decided to fuck around and find out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, needless to say my players were like wow we're going to die and I'm like would you like to yes. give up the level you agreed to get if you were finish this and They're like yeah we'll give up that level no problem and so I uh, described to them <clears throat> all of a sudden the darkness above you parts and from the heavens an angelic glow appears as a giant flying cock swoops down and crushes the creature in front of you on the side is written the player's name who started this shit.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
3: He <laughs> giant flying
1: cock. giant flying cock. Oh just as, my gosh! this is a fun little, you know, um,
3: fuck you. Play
1: stupid, <laughs> yeah, yes, fuck you. Uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes galore. I like it. <laughs> so yeah, I my expertise is always in horror. I love horror um mainly because i'm really good at make uh, how do i put this got a real twisted imagination it's kind of like um uh it's the anime guy that's always depressed um which is studio ghibli and then the anime guy who's always happy but makes really dark shit (laughs) 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 someone will yell at me for not remembering their names later but i'm a really happy person oh um
3: J- Junji Ito Yes! Ito is the really happy guy that makes really dark shit Yep And then um, Miyazaki is the, the really, One who makes really, really happy guy, A really sad guy that makes really happy shit yeah. I
1: think um, No, you're absolutely right um, I have the same vein as Junji Ito Where it's like everything sun fla- uh, you know, sunshine and flowers And then my players are like Make something horrifying for us I'm like, oh boy, have I got nightmares to put out <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's, very, it,
2: it's pretty funny because yeah, we're all kind of horror DMs also. Yeah, yeah. So we, great. yeah, <laughs> we tend to enjoy that that genre the most. All especially pup, he is. I do, I do. Like we just got we we got halfway through an arc and and ability needed to break, so pup's gonna run one.
1: We still and, need a, uh, We still need to have me run a game for you guys. Yeah,
2: yeah. Eventually. I mean, it is. Yeah, for sure. We're just we've been really busy with this and our other stuff right now, but for sure we'll put it. Up, we'll try to get it scheduled up. Right. But uh, at least a one shot, now. At least, oh, of course. And uh, so he he's gonna DM our next little, you know, couple sessions, you know, months, however long it takes. And he sent out a, he sent out a text the other day to everybody, and it was like it's gonna be a horror themed. I'm like, yeah, shocking. <laughs> just so you all know <laughs> well, I just want to double
3: check
1: with everybody make sure
3: everyone's fine with it
1: just remember uh, every DM game is a horror, every every session is a horror game, your players roles and their reactions just choose whether it's a Scooby-Doo horror or a uh, Stephen King horror I like that Yo, quote
0: that, that is, is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is good
0: so uh the main reason that we brought you on other than D &D stuff was because you are doing a thing in december yes a thing yes a thing you say a (laughs) a
1: shameless plug you say indeed (laughs) gosh golly gee whiz wow willikers uh in december in new braunfels we'll be having the new braunfels renaissance fair It'll be a traditional Christmas fair that will be held for three days on the grounds of the Heritage Village in New Braunfels, Texas. Um, We're going to have an archery range there. We're going to have a sword fighting competition going for all three days um, as well as uh, two different groups that are going to be visiting for sword fighting. I'm going to have a sword fighting director do sword fighting in the shows. And then we've got a um, European kind of historical renaissance group that's also going to be doing it can pull up their name in a moment uh we're gonna be performing things like the christmas carol and you know other things like that with the circle theater of arts it's gonna be the second week in december we'll have turkey legs thorns meat is gonna be there oh nice um and hot cider and hot cocoa and other things on the 8th and 9th and the 10th um what's really fun about that one is i've gotten to pick and pull everyone i like from the sherwood fair and bring them to my fair and so we have an all-star lineup for the directory we've got a bunch of people i like uh from this from the actual vendor's side and everything else so it's going to be a lot of fun it is also a somewhat charity event so I understand that a a portion of our proceeds is going to be, is going to be going to, I believe veteran causes and I think something else, but I'm not entirely sure. Hi, I don't do the money. Um, I do the (laughs) finding people portion. There you go. (laughs) Nice recruiting. (laughs) Yeah. They, they do not put me in charge of money. They tell me to make this awesome and find people to make it awesome. And I work with them on that. Um, Right now, we're working on magicians and a few other things. The coolest part about this is there will be no camping. I'm sorry. The grounds are not big enough. This first year is kind of just a three-day to test, you know, how the community responds, if we can make money off of this, if we'll be able to afford to do it every year and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Um, If it's big enough, we'll eventually be able to expand and do more and stuff like that. Um, The coolest part is there's a group in Austin, which I also don't know their name because this one's not my contact, but they're going to be it's a kind of like a night fighting guild, uh, historical fighting. I don't think they're HEMA. They're HEMA adjacent, but they're going to be holding a three-day live steel sword fighting tournament on the property while everything else is going on. So we've got turkey legs, violence, mead, and the arts i love it it
0: sounds like a lot of fun you had me at mead
1: yeah yep mm-hmm. next next year um this isn't confirmed or denied uh if anything it's more denied because i'm not supposed to be talking about it but uh, you know to encourage people to make it successful uh we're thinking next year like the wednesday before we open about getting a bunch of college students together and doing a Krampus festival Ooh, nice. That's Ooh. interesting. Yeah. So, if you want to give us an opportunity to do that, please show up and spend money. Yeah. <laughs> Be very yeah. nice.
2: And it's it's nice for us because it is close. Yeah. Uh, yep. Us being out of San Antonio, that's New Braunfels. That's twenty minutes down the road.
1: It's nice for me because it's close. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what brought about you doing this? What what was the whole idea behind it? Was it just because um, we don't have anything then, or what? One of
1: my largest clients uh, told me, like, hey, there's this guy, um, his name's Lark. He's trying to put on a fair out here, and, you know, he doesn't have experience running fairs, and, you know, he needs contacts and stuff. Can you go, you should go talk to him and see about it because you do fair and he wants to do a fair? It could be fun. And so I call him up and um, am asking him about, like, you know, what he's doing what his plans are and everything else and i start like getting you know a lowdown on it and then you know he's like do you know who i am and my response is no i don't know who you are this person the person who sent me over here just said you were some guy and uh then he proceeded to inform me that he runs a multi-million dollar um what's the term auction house out here and one in new york and mm-hmm. that he does the his father did this historical stuff and i believe he does this historical antiquity for uh, oriental and chinese pieces for the antique road show
0: wow.
1: and i'm like okay. wow i really wish i'd been warned that you were somewhat important that you had some importance to you before just getting <laughs> thrown at you And so then, him, Justin, and I have been working together on this since we, you know, started seeing each other and working with each other. And it's just been—we want a fair. Fairs are fun. Yeah. There's really no no good reason to this. Um, I stopped them from making a few crucial uh, fair, a few very bad decisions. Um, One of the things they originally wanted to do is they were like trying to tell me they were going to do it like during the same time as trf and i'm like no <laughs>
0: um
1: how how big are you guys in the fair community <laughs> uh,
2: Illidine's uh, pretty big uh, three out of ten?
1: Oh, illadine uh you know you know the yule fest that takes place at thorns brewery yeah you know how it's just called yule the yule fair mm-hmm so anyway, since we're moving it to December to like accommodate and be a nice chilly time for armor, right? Uh, they came to me like, "Oh yeah, we'll call it we'll call it the this Yule Fair," and I was like, "No, you won't."
0: Nope, uh-uh. <laughs> can't nope. do that. <laughs> nope. We are we are nope.
1: axing that name. This is a this is a wholesome Christian friendly town. If you let the Viking clans come, you will open a can of worms you cannot <laughs> receive. What's
2: in, are... in my in my humble opinion, the Viking clans are fun. Oh yeah,
1: not not for New Braunfels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not yet. Listen. Not yet. Get just me some ears. because me and some of my berserkers would be hanging from the New Braunfels sign does not mean that we can't Listen, go to the.
1: <laughs> Listen. You, you can come. You can come individually, but how do I put this? I don't want to be associated with Thorns Fair because that is too many shirtless people and drunks. For a first year fair in a town where like, we really need this to succeed on the first year. <laughs> <laughs> Too many shirtless wrong. people, you say. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> shirtless people and alcohol. I'm all here for it. Just please don't do that at my fair. I need I need this to survive.
2: No no give, it, give it 10 years. Yeah, give it 10 years. Get yeah. it big and then we'll destroy the town.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, it, 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 well, in ten yeah, years, it, in ten years it may not be in New Braunfels. Yeah. Um, the problem is the site that we're on it can only hold so much, and that's why it's a small fair. Right. Um, in ten years, hopefully it'll still be at the heritage site, but who knows? We may switch sites by then. But at the moment, I'm just happy we're on the heritage site because a portion of the money we make also goes to uh, making sure that the heritage site is well kept, well groomed. And oh, that's arriving. cool.
0: It's yeah, actually the night. Cool.
1: It's actually the 19th century one where um, uh, folk fest is held.
0: Okay. okay, I know exactly what that yeah. is. Yeah, same here.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's that cool is. that you're you're getting a fair so close. You know, to here. It, it's <laughs> gonna be. They're,
1: it's gonna be nice.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know these guys are too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's great and we're glad we can put it out there we'll get this uh edited and out as soon as possible so people have time yeah to uh oh, yeah. digest it and make plans and stuff like that
1: i appreciate that so much
0: yeah what we could yeah. do thorn uh we can have this post uh we can expedite it and just post it yeah. uh, like october ish time the first week yeah or so. yeah first week of october should be good
1: oh that'd be perfect yeah. Other good news, uh, I'm in remission and no longer. Hey, doing
2: demo, congrats! That is awesome.
1: Which means my business is nice. growing.
2: <laughs> that is awesome. I'm so happy can, for you. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. bud. That's
1: awesome. I, I that's still fun. I still can't eat vegetables.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one likes those anyway.
1: It's fine. But at least but at least I don't need monthly injections of Remicade.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. So, so listener, go ahead. Oh, well, okay. Go ahead with the, the listener thing. Go ahead. Listeners, please, please, if you're in the area, if you're close, if you're far away, come and yeah. enjoy the New Braunfels Renifest, Uh December, what, 8th through 10th, he said?
1: Yep. It's
2: perfect. And following all
3: the witchy people.
2: Sounds like it's going to be a nice, nice place to go and, and check out some sword fighting and have some turkey legs, a little bit of meat for the overage.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and just enjoy it. And some theater. 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 Christmas <laughs> fest. It ought to be, it ought to be a, a Christmas festival. It'll be nice. that will be nice. Um,
1: yeah. I believe uh, we are going to have, we actually have a Santa Claus that's going to be there. Um, I'll send you a picture of him. He's awesome.
0: That's cool.
1: Um, besides the Christmas carol, we're also going to be doing some Shakespeare so that we can have sword fighting and Shakespeare and insults.
0: Nice. Nice.
2: You got to love Shakespeare and insults because most people don't know what you're saying. Yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sword fighting director. I'm putting sword fighting as many things as possible. You can't stop me. Yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I'm not so much the Shakespeare. I'm more like Quest for the Holy Grail. Agreed. That's that's more my speed. Yeah. <laughs> Every I campaign into... in your general
0: direction. <laughs> <laughs> so. One of the things that we do uh, for all of our guests is we try to get them to agree to making an NPC. Are you down to make an NPC with us?
1: Ooh, done. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, can what's, I do the voice?
0: Yeah, absolutely. What's your what's your favorite race slash species?
1: Uh oh, easy. Uh, human fighter. <laughs> Joking. <laughs>
0: that's nobody's favorite (laughs) i did a double take to a blank screen i was like the (laughs) huh
1: who are you what did you do with riley um what race rules are we following is it 5e yes okay so it has to be a 5e race um that complicates things typically i would say something like a goblin but that's not technically one of the core 5e races. So. It's okay. uh, fine though. Yeah. We can Bro, do goblin. goblin works. Goblin. Yeah, then goblin. goblin. Okay. Goblin we'll do goblin. okay. My, my my business is literally called G and G Co.
0: G nice. Co, I love it. Goblin and Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. So Thorne, do you want to come up with the name this time? I did it last time. Did you okay? Yes. Um. Let me hang on. Let me let me think. It's your turn. It isn't my turn.
1: Oh, uh, can it be a female goblin, by the way? A, a goblin? female
0: goblin. You're gonna okay. Make it a little harder for me. Caprock. Uh, no. Her name's Caprock. Let's go with um. Let's go with fast. Uh, fast with the sass. I'm not allowed to name things anymore, by the way. That's no, why you're you
3: not. said no to
2: me. <laughs> no, because you name things like semen. <laughs>
3: I do. It's like semen and anus. Yeah.
0: Fast. Fast, fast, with the sass. And that's that's how she... I feel like that's how she introduces herself every time. It's, My name's Fast with the sass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. Um, You're going to be so excited to hear the voice I chose for this. Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, pup. Why not come up with uh, a occupation?
3: Um, uh, Faz is a, a courier. So Faz, Faz with the Sass, um can move very quickly because Faz one day, um, while currying objects, found uh, accidentally swallowed a ring of haste that perpetually activates. <laughs> and so accidentally it's swallowed. Like a, it's like there's like a tiny lightning bolt in the center of. Her chest, and so she's like, she's moving, moving around.
1: Ass is frighteningly OP.
0: (laughs) 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 But just imagine, you know, every time that she's done with her job, you know, because she doesn't take that that action and she just like gets a level of exhaustion. (laughs) Yeah. Gunzo, just like, all right, I'm going to bed now.
1: (laughs) All the letters delivered.
0: um all the letters
3: and objects and she also her courier is she also carries like weapons and stuff so like she's so she has a front of carrying like regular um mundane things to everybody and then like also like drops off like weapons and money and stuff oh my goodness so
0: so her uh her her business the courier organization is called the courier of many things
1: Mm oh great a goblin courier that moves a thousand miles per hour with a bunch of sharp objects
0: (laughs)
3: just don't get in front of her that's all i'm saying she like people Uh, run into her sometimes and she's like drinking a cup of coffee and they're just like is that really a good idea and she's like you
0: know (laughs) she's just vibrating
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) she also she also smokes like she's in the u.s marine corps there
0: you
1: okay. go. <laughs> uh, so then, Riley,
0: give us that that
1: voice, that juicy <clears throat> voice. I'm going to mute myself for just one second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hello, my name's Fast with the Sass. I'm the Curry of many things. I like to get around from point point A to B. Really, just you know, dropping things off and going around. Yeah, the fastest I can do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love this. So, so what? What would? The first interaction with a party B with this NPC. you um,
1: She bumps e- into you. E- easy. Uh, your your adventuring party finds a catalog of many things and places an order.
0: Ooh, a catalog. Oh,
1: yeah, I like that. It's a catalog of many things. I uh, love this, that. This is actually funny because one of the main uh, factions in my current campaign is called G&G Co. Yes, after my business. Um, and what they are is they're just a goblin courier service.
0: Oh, that's funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, folks, this wasn't planned out. It no, just was it? No, it wasn't. no, this was not.
1: All, all I had is the voice that I wanted to do for a while—a goblin—and you guys filled in the rest.
0: <laughs> I actually that's, like this though. This could this could end up in my campaign, to be perfectly honest. Yeah.
1: Uh, we we encourage our
2: when we encourage our listeners to steal all of our ideas. Yeah, use them. Just let us
0: know you're doing it so we can talk about it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> shameless
0: plug again. Uh, contact us at occupieddungeon.com is our new email address, or you could go to the website that is also new uh, that is live uh, at occupieddungeon.com, uh, and that's going to be in our link tree, in the show notes, in the doobly doo. So yeah if you use this uh, character or really any of our characters, let us know and uh, we'll read your story on the podcast. Look at that.
1: (laughs) Listen, listen. I know I'm really fast and all, but it's really pissing me off that you guys know we're based off of the Sword Coast. You guys are all the way over here in, you know, Frosthaven or whatever this place is called. Just placing orders left and right like I can run back and forth all day. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. I really yeah, do. that is good. <laughs> How did you expect me to deliver you a 34 pack of arrows when you're mm-hmm. in the middle of an illicit dungeon? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can use, like, out of nowhere, like, there's a, a set time frame when it's going to be delivered. Yeah. And no matter where you're at, they show up. Yeah. So we're talking middle of a dungeon, middle of a boss fight. <laughs> there you are. It like, My
3: it's like right. you, now I wonder. Ex- you can pay extra for uh for like speedy delivery. The, the like expedited service. Like expedited <laughs> service. It's like, are you about to die? I see you ordered 50 health potions. Are you in danger? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you are, staring down the visage of death himself on the astral planes when all of a sudden you hear time and space rip behind you as a small goblin appears from nowhere. Jesus Christ, you know how hard it is to get these things to you guys? 50 health potions. Do not make the trip, typically, when you're trying to rip space and time apart. <laughs> Holy moly. I give <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> See, I See, I was wondering like, okay, so they, I mean fast has to have like some kind of teleport, because oh, yeah, yeah, she's hasted. But I wonder if you could—can you stack hastes? <laughs> well, well, she has—she there, has haste,
3: long strider, and then she also has like misty step scrolls, teleport scrolls, and dimension door scrolls to yeah. get around um... and
1: fly. Like, <laughs> actually, one of her scrolls is just a scroll with banishment. And so that way she can use it on herself to banish her to your plane, which is on a different one, for like six seconds which is long enough to drop off the package.
0: That's
3: nice. (laughs) She has gaseous form. She's got a (laughs) scroll of gaseous form. It's just like... (sighs) She's like, you know how hard it is to get to you I had to use my gas form to scroll. You think I like being gas? I don't like being gas. Do you like being gas? And
2: it's actually not <laughs>
3: gas. It's
0: just like
2: tar. And <laughs>
3: she's a smoker.
2: It's just tobacco smoke. <laughs> Turns everything yellow. You're going by.
1: Yeah. These are, these are Cabro Reds One Hundreds. Cabro Red. Cabro Red. <laughs> garbro, <laughs> garbro red One Hundreds. Jeez.
0: Oh, um, we can go on forever, but yeah. We are coming up on time Uh, Riley, thank you again for coming on And talking about uh, the New Braunfels uh, New Braunfels New Braunfels Uh, You know uh, What what do you guys call it? The Christmas uh, Festival?
1: Uh, It is called The New Braunfels Renaissance Fair
0: Okay, we're not doing Christmas uh, Christmas Festival, it's just Uh, Christmas Festival It will
1: will be a traditional Christmas Held on the grounds of the Heritage Village In New Braunfels, Texas
0: Nice, right. uh and uh we we'll definitely we're going to have to get on for a one shot uh we may record it we may not i don't know we'll see uh how things go uh but we'll schedule that i know you uh have a lot coming up here pretty soon so
1: nope nope i everything <laughs> is over we we just got done with everything i have until december to be quiet
0: oh nice nice enjoy <laughs> little r and r um but with that listeners uh go see go go visit riley uh december 8th through the 10th at in new braunfels uh and listen to uh stardust and dragons since we're a partner there i have to plug them also uh it's a really cool podcast uh in uh, galaxy related and all that fun stuff we have patreon content on both their side and our side uh and we're also affiliated with Arcana Volt. so you can get some dice and some uh i think some t-shirts and stuff but it's mostly dice related uh uh we have our affiliate link in the link tree and as i said before contact us at occupieddungeon.com. uh tell us your stories tell us what we missed or if you just hate us and you want to give us a hate mail whatever we'll read it on the podcast i don't care uh and with that remember to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied weavers thanks for listening to another episode If you enjoyed it, please rate and review us as this is how we can grow the podcast and our community. If you think we missed something, have a specific question, or would simply like to send one of us a message, you can contact us at thisdungeonisoccupiedpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to help us keep the lights on, we have our Patreon page and our merch store, which are found in our link tree in the show show notes section, and we are now affiliated with ArcanaVault.com where you can get dice, apparel, and other goodies and help us at the same time. That link is also in our link tree. Our intro music was done by The Hobby Hub and Saturn Imaging Production. We have their links in our show notes, so you can go check them out. Thanks again for listening. Have fun, steal everything, and bye!